Hello, my name is Chance, and you are listening to my podcast, A Chance to Strive. Whichever platform you're listening to, I just want to say I appreciate you for tuning in. And if you're on YouTube, please make sure to leave a subscribe and like this video. I appreciate you for that. All right, but now I get to introduce the episode. So today's episode is actually on red flags. The title of it is Red Flags, Warnings That You Don't Ignore. And everybody knows why I put that last part in there. When we're, when we're falling for somebody or we really got a front like we're really tied to, we tend to ignore every single red flag just because you want to have faith in the person and shit. But it's like, I think I'm at that place where it's kind of like I prioritize my peace more than anything else. So I really don't give a single fuck how much potential you have. Unless you're tapping into that shit and proving it to me, I could care less. So now we're literally just going to go through random red flags. There's not going to be no specific order to them, but... I realize a lot of us ignore so many red flags and like, yo, I might as well just stuff as much as I possibly can. So that some of us realize like these are things you probably shouldn't really go along with when you're messing with somebody. And we're going to focus on this more on like the topic of relationships. And I definitely will drop another episode where we focus on them in friendships. Although a lot of them do overlap, but I do think there are specific red flags that only apply to relationships and other ones that do apply to friendships. And I definitely don't want to leave any, any of them out there. The very first one that I do want to talk about, the very first red flag is jealousy and possessiveness. And I'm talking about when those are expressed in a toxic manner. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a very possessive guy. Like when I'm dating somebody, I don't want anybody else to think that they possibly have a chance with what's mine. And if you do feel like you have a chance with what's mine, I promise you she don't belong to me. I remember like my, me and my boys say this all the time, right? If you can fuck my bitch, hats off to you because she was never my bitch. I think we all understand where that comes from. But the thing about like jealousy, I feel like a lot of the times people are jealous because of their insecurities. And I don't necessarily think that's baggage you should accept when you're in a relationship. Because do you understand how hard it is trying to reassure somebody every single fucking day that you're not cheating on them, that you're not talking to the next shorty, that you're not like, or if you're a woman, like, oh, I'm not talking to these guys. These are just my friends. Although I understand that reassurance is a key part of relationships and you do need it. Like it's a necessity, but I don't think you should have to reassure someone about shit that should just be common sense. Like I shouldn't have, I shouldn't go out with some of my friends that are girls and I have to text you every single second of the day. And you're checking on every little thing that I'm doing the whole entire time. My job is you, my job as your boyfriend is to reassure you that, Hey, these are just friends and I'm approved that to you. And that's the whole reason why I feel like, Getting your friends to get along with whoever it is that you're with is literally like, it's key. Because the moment you're with somebody who's jealous and possessive and they do not appreciate your friends or they don't realize that like, hey, I actually know how to set boundaries with my friends. You're constantly going to get pissed off because you understand how annoying it is for me to be out. And then you're texting me about what it is that what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I already told you. OK, where are you guys at now? I don't need to tell you every little detail of my day as I actually go through it. What my job is, like, if I go out and do something, my job is to communicate that I'm doing this. And then when I come back home or when I get to talk to you again, I will give you all of the details. But the idea that you feel like it's a need, like, I have to do this, is not some shit that's going to fly with me. And I hate people who's kind of like, they almost try to control you. Because they're so jealous of what may happen, they try to control every little thing you do. I know something a lot of women hate is when um guys try to control what they're wearing. And I'm like, bro... You're her boyfriend, not her father, not her mother. If you can't, like, this is the thing, right? A lot of guys will go for the girl that everybody wants. Like, you want that. Like, yeah, she's bad as shit. You, you want to be with her. But the, thing about, but the thing about certain guys when, they're, when they are very jealous and they end up getting, like, that girl that everybody wants, they don't even know how to handle her. You're mad that she's wearing a certain thing. You're mad that she posts a certain thing on social media. But the thing is, is like, 
understand when you're dating someone and you're trying to, or before you start dating someone and you're trying to get her, please understand like you must be able to date that exact same person you're shooting your shot at. Your goal isn't to try to adjust her and try to make her into the person that you want. Your job is to accept her for who she is because you really want her and then rock with that vibe that y'all got. Because it's so annoying. Like when I hear a woman complain about, oh, he tells me I can't wear this. He tells me I can't wear that. Were you wearing it before? Yeah. Did he see you in that and it actually really attracted him? Yes. So why isn't he secure enough the fact that like, yo, I know I secured that. I know I secured this and this is all mine. Like that should be the only thing you're worried about. Like do not try to date a bad bitch if you can't handle a bad bitch. Like that's the simplest way that I feel like I could put that part. And another big thing for me is like lack of communication. I feel like that's one of like, that's a red flag that I can no longer ignore. Because every single time I ignore that red flag, I end up dealing with the repercussions of it. And I don't want to. Bro, like, I'm the person where it's kind of like, I, I put such an emphasis on communicating. And I feel like my whole entire life, I've been, it's been easy for me to communicate with people. And literally, I'm not going to lie to you, it started with my teachers. Because, like, I was around my teachers and they were a lot more mature than me. I had to figure out how can I, like, indulge in a conversation where I'm able to learn from somebody. And that actually is really hard. Being able to communicate with someone, it's not an easy thing. I, I'm well aware of that. But then again, I'm going to say the exact same shit. Communicating is literally just talking. You know how to talk. But I know a lot of people have their traumas and everything like that. But for me, it's just the effort part. It's just the effort portion. Are you going to put the effort into actually try to communicate? When something gets hard and we're having an argument, is your default setting to just walk the fuck away because you don't want to deal with it? Or is it default setting like, hey, even if you, I, I completely understand it. Like, this is also nothing that's toxic, right? Forcing someone to talk while they're not ready to actually con converse with you. I think like there's both sides, right? If you're with someone where you know, like at times, they need that they need that little break before they actually indulge in a conversation with you to actually communicate with you. I am completely fine with that. My issue is when that communication portion portion does not happen at all. For me, I just can't do that. If something happens, I can't just say fuck it and move on. I don't care how small it is. I don't care how big it is because I'm well aware of how this relationship works. If it's something big, it will. It will end the relationship probably really quick if we can't get on the same page about it. And a lot of the times I, I've been with people where it's kind of like they'll say, oh, because this wasn't that big of a deal. It's that little. I didn't feel like we needed to talk about it. Well, some shit happened and it clearly bothered the it clearly bothered one of us. And that's the whole reason why we're having this conversation in the first place. Right. Are we on the same page so that we can make sure it doesn't happen again? If the answer is no, then we did not communicate about this properly. And a lot of it was like whether it's a small issue or not. Whether it's a big issue or not, at the end of the day, it adds up. A lot of people in relationships, you feel like you can just throw shit underneath the rug and it'll be fine, but it it won't be. The thing is, I know for me, a lot of the times where I've been with people that I knew didn't want to communicate, at times I felt like I refrained from communicating certain things because I'm like, I know if I bring this up, it's going to feel like a bother. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. But then you have to realize something about your patience. Eventually, it runs out. I'm not going to be patient for the same little shit if I talk to you about it every single time and you constantly, constantly don't put the effort in to actually fix it. So when some shit like that happens, it just gets in the way of our relationship. And if I really, if I'm in a relationship with you, it means I actually see a future with you. I'm not in, the, I'm not in the business of temporary bonds. I don't have time to invest my effort, my time and my energy into somebody just for them to walk away from my life at a certain point. Like, if you are currently in my life, it's because I want you to stay in it. I left that shit in high school. The idea that I'm going to be around somebody that I know I'm not going to fuck with. I don't really care for that shit. Like, if I'm with you, the goal is for me to have a future with you. And if you are incapable of prioritizing us, 
over the fact that you get pissed off when we talk about certain shit. I can't be with you because at the end of the day, I realize your ego is more of a priority than our relationship. And somebody who prioritizes their ego over your relationship, it's never going to work out. Because the whole idea of loving someone is the fact that you make sacrifices. When you have an ego, all you think about is yourself. So that's the reason why that shit just wouldn't work out. The next red flag is dishonesty. I don't care how big the lie is. I don't care how small the lie is. And the reason why I don't necessarily care, like I get like at times like somebody feel like they have to lie because they're afraid of how you're going to feel and shit. But I'm like, the whole idea of being in a relationship is the fact that you understand that I am your number one priority and you're my number one priority. And that being said, the truth always has to be a priority to me because you understand like my, your job isn't to protect my feelings. Understand that in a relationship, your job isn't to protect somebody's feelings. Your job is to not hurt them. But after you've already done some shit that you know would affect that person, I don't give a single fuck how it's going to make me feel. I don't care if you're trying to, and the thing is, it's not protecting my feelings. I also, I also think about that. The only reason why you don't want to tell me isn't because, oh, you don't want me to be hurt. No, it's because you did some fucked up shit and now you're caught up in it and you don't want to deal and you don't want to actually like hold yourself accountable for what it is that you fucking did. And the thing about me, when I get lied to, I don't care how small it is. It will piss me the fuck off. Because I am not, I make sure that everyone in my life understands that I'm not somebody you have to lie to. You did me wrong. Trust me. I'm not going to care if you actually come to me and you actually keep it a buck with me. Like, tell me the truth. Like, literally, I will have more respect for someone who's capable of telling me something that they know will hurt me instead of somebody who's trying to protect my feelings. Because you understand how much, how much, like, how much you really have to care for someone to look at them in the eye and say, hey, I did something that's going to hurt you, but I know I love you way too much to sit there and lie in front of your face about it. And also another thing, if you catch somebody in their lie, understand that they would have kept on lying to you until you find out. So that's the reason why, like, if I ever catch somebody lying to me, it's done for. I don't care if it's small, if it's little. The fact that you did not have enough love for me to lick me in my eye and tell me, like, yo, this is the truth. I just can't do it. And the fact that you were willing to keep something away from me is just not something that's going to sit well with me. Because it's like, if I never found out, you would have kept on lying to me day after day after day. And I just don't understand that concept of loving someone, but, and you're capable of actually looking them in the eye and lie to them. Like, in my opinion, that's not love. That's just you not wanting to hold yourself accountable for the shit that you do. But yeah, I feel like, since we're on that exact same topic, I feel like the lack of accountability is also such a huge red flag. And I have felt like I've dealt with this in like every single fucking relationship I've been in. And I know it happens with both guys and girls, but I'm going to be completely honest, right? I think woman, I think there's less expectations on women to hold themselves accountable because like I'm, like I previously mentioned in my last episode, a guy's emotions are not always at the forefront. A woman's emotions are always a priority. A lot of times guys don't feel like their emotions are a priority. So when someone's like not able to hold themselves accountable for the shit that they do, it pisses me off. Right. And it's also like a little bit manipulative. Like when, when somebody, when you sit there and you tell somebody, Hey, even when they try to hold themselves accountable, but then they don't actually put the work in. In my opinion, that's still a lack of accountability. Acknowledging what you do isn't holding yourself accountable. Acknowledging the, sh- the fucked up shit that you did and actually willing to work on it to make a change. That's how you hold yourself accountable for some shit. Not just you saying like, oh, hey, I did this and I'm sorry for it. That doesn't mean shit to me if I'm a, if we're going to be back here in a few weeks or in a few days having that exact same fucking conversation. And in one of my relationships, I dealt with that shit 24-7. And this is when the manipulation part kicks in, right? Somebody, you sit there and you tell somebody how they did some fucked up shit and how it actually affected your emotions. They look at you in your face and tell you, I'm sorry. I apologize for the fact that I hurt your your feelings. I'm going to do better. They turn around and do the exact same shit. 
and it's like did you only say sorry because like you actually were sorry or you said it because we were having this conversation and you felt like that was the only way for it to end and the part that like <laughs> it really gets underneath my skin because i've dealt with this 24 fucking 7 when someone tries to make you feel guilty for bringing up some shit that they did in the past while you're having a conversation about something that's currently happening. And what I mean by that is like when you're dealing with the exact same problem like three, four fucking times, I promise you there is no way that you're going to do something once, twice, three times. And the third time you expect me to just talk about this current situation at hand. No, I'm going to bring up every single fucking time you've done this and you told me you would have you would have done better. And if you try to come at me for like, oh, you can't let things go, that I decide that. It's not the fact that I can't let it go. It's the fact that you're incapable of applying what the fuck you say you would do. That's not my fault. And the fact that, and that's why I said it's manipulative. It's like the person is trying to guilt trip you for some shit that you didn't do. Like, it's not my fault that we're sitting here having this exact conversation. We wouldn't have been here if you were honest and actually applied what you actually fucking said. But clearly that didn't happen because why would we still be back here having the same conversation? Also, another thing that I feel like is a really big red flag is somebody who's incapable of setting boundaries. For me, I'm not a jealous person. Am I possessive? Yes. But am I toxic with it? No. I just don't like the idea of anybody thinking that they have a chance of what's mine. And the reason why I say that applies to lack, lack of boundaries, like it's that friendly shit, right? A lot of people will sit here and say, oh, you're very friendly. I am a very nice person, but that does not make me friendly. The me you get in a relationship is not the same me when I'm single. When I'm single, I promise you, I literally flirt with my with my friends that are girls for fun. And they know there's nothing more to it. But I understand the fact the moment I get in a relationship, there's a there's a way that I cannot I can no longer interact with other people. I can no longer flirt with my friends. I can't hype them up in a certain manner, right? Because I understand that it is disrespectful to my partner. There is nothing wrong with being someone who's friendly. I don't th- like how are you gonna tell me like I'm a nice person. I've always been a nice person. My, I get my heart from my mother. She's like the most submissive person you probably will ever meet. So I've actually, I've grown up looking at that from a woman. So I am a person who's just naturally a really nice person. Unless you cross me the wrong way, then it's like, I won't, I won't be scared to check your shit. But somebody who's incapable of setting boundaries is a red flag because it's, I shouldn't have to worry about you being around other people. I shouldn't have to worry about the fact that other people don't know how to interact with you because you didn't set your priorities straight because you didn't set those boundaries and let people understand like I'm dating this person and I can't interact with you in a certain way because it's going to be disrespectful to the person that I'm with. For me, like I just, I hate feeling like I'm a jealous person because realistically I'm not jealous. It's not like I'm jealous because of my insecurities. The reason why I'd be jealous is because you don't know how to set boundaries that make people respect the fact that I'm the person that holds this certain place in your life. Not everybody should have the same access to you that I have to. Like, then what sets me apart from being your boyfriend and a friend? If your friend can call you at like two o'clock in the morning, right? In my opinion, unless you guys are really close and you guys properly communicate that to your boyfriend or your girlfriend, that's an issue. Because not everyone's just comfortable with the fact that anybody can just have access to you at any point throughout the day. And especially if you're going to set your friends' priorities over me, then that's not some shit that I'm a rock with. This one is probably such a huge red flag to me, right? Somebody who disrespects their parents. I, <laughs> bro, being a mama's boy, you don't understand the level of respect that I have for my mother. So being able, so being with a girl that disrespects her mother or her father, I can't do that. Because the thing is, like I said, I don't, 
I don't I don't invest my energy into temporary bonds. So if I'm with you, I, I, I see a future with you. So the idea that you don't even know how to respect your parents is not some shit that's going to fly with me. Because why? Because that is not a person that I can see will be a good partner in the future. When I'm starting to build a family, if you don't even know how to treat your parents, how the fuck do I expect you to actually know how to be a parent? You don't give your parents the respect that they deserve. So how do I expect that you can you can properly manage a family and everything like that? And it's just like flat out disrespectful. If the person that's like invested so much into you, the person that's always with you, the person that you wake up in the same house with, the person that feeds you, puts a roof over your house, over your head. If you are incapable of respecting them, what level of respect should I expect from you? The person that you literally should love the most is the person that you disrespect. Like, I don't fuck with that. Like I've been, I've been around certain people's houses where it's kind of like I've seen them raise their voice at their at their at their parents. I don't care if you're a friend, a girlfriend, whatever, an associate. The moment I see that shit, I don't deal with it because I look at how I treat my mother. Like I'm somebody who focuses on my relationship with my mother so much. So the idea that I'm gonna mess with someone who disrespects their parents, I'm not gonna do that. Because let's just say we're together, right? And you disrespect your parents. Do you think that I'm a risk possibly bringing you next month? No, I'm not. Bro, understand, like, my mother does not dictate who I am with, but I do trust my mother's intuition. Because every time I've told her she was wrong about something, down the line, I've realized that she had something. To, she was actually right. She had a point. It's just the fact that I was too small-minded to be able to see where she was coming from. I get the fact that a lot of the times your parents don't see what you see and they don't understand certain things because it is a different generation. It's a different world that it, you're indulging in. But at the end of the day, the concepts still apply. There's a lot your parents know that you don't know. So me understanding, like, me being able to look at my parents in that light and knowing the fact that you disrespect yours, I just can't stand around that shit. And I'm not one of those people. And also, that's another thing, right? I'm not one of those people that's kind of like, that only judges your character based off how you treat me. A lot of people do that shit. You'll have friends where, you know, like, they do the most toxic shit, but you don't care because they're a good person to you. I, I, for me to keep somebody in my life, I evaluate your character as a whole, not just how you treat me. Because the thing is, somebody could be so nice to you, but if you're going to be next to me and you're talking shit about somebody I see you with, it's hard to trust you. And that even applies to a relationship as well. If you're going to be next to me and you're talking shit about a girl that you normally hang out or, or you hang around, do you understand like how hard it is for me to trust you? Because behind closed doors, you talk shit behind her back. So what makes me believe that you're, gonna, you're not going to do that exact same shit to me behind my back? And then again, I just don't want to date somebody who's not a great person. I don't care if you're great to me, but I need to date someone who's a great person as a whole. And also another red flag that applies to this, someone who doesn't respect your friends. My friends mean a lot to me, and I don't consider a lot of people friends. I, I have a pretty small circle in terms of people that I actually really, really like. Like those people, I consider them family. And if you, are somebody that I re- if you and somebody that I really care for are not able to get on the same page, it's going to be hard for me because I don't like being in a relationship where I feel like I have to pick between people. And the idea that somebody's making you pick in the first place is a red flag. But for me, it's like, I like being around my friends and my girl at the exact same time. Like I like being able to bring my girl somewhere where I know that my friends are going to be. I hate the fact that I constantly have to make time for my guys. And then I constantly have to make time for my, like, and have to make time for the person that I'm with. Do you understand like how much easier it is? Like when your friends and your partner are cool with each other, you can literally take her out on a date and have some of your friends there. You can go on double dates and all this extra shit. It's fun. But the idea that you guys can't be on the same page and or the fact that my partner disrespects some of my friends is not going to fly with me. 
Because the thing is, I know I kept those people around for a certain reason, and I know they care so much about me. And realistically, whether or not you get along with them, that should be your priority. You know these people care for me, and you know you care for me, and you know that they have my best interest in mind. Why is that not enough for you to try to get them, like, try to be on equal terms with them? For me, I think another red flag is also, like, lack of personal time, like, personal space. As much as I love you, I don't want to be around you every second of the day. And I know to certain people, like, that itself may be a red flag. Like, the fact that I don't want to be around you 24-7. But it's like, at the end of the day, you're not my whole entire world. I'm going to give you the world. But the whole idea of me doing all of that is the fact that, like, I know, like, I still have so much to do. Like, I still have so much that I need to work on. Like, I have goals. I have dreams. And not all of them, just because I'm with you now, apply to you. When I was with somebody, right, I wanted to have my very own podcast. And I got it now. But if I was with her and the whole entire time, I just focused on what she needed and her needs and attended to all of that. I would have not been in the situation that I am now. Like I have things that I want to accomplish your goal. Like your job as my partner or what you should be wanting to do is to support me in any way that you can. And by supporting me in my dreams and like everything that it is, I'm doing everything it is that I'm doing. You should also be able to understand the fact that I'm going to need time to myself. I'm going to need time where I hang out with my friends. I'm going to need time where I have to study for classes. I just need that personal space. Like we don't need to talk every second of the day just because we're together. As long as I communicate with you and why I won't be able to give you access to me and the fact that I won't be able to go give you my time a day, that's all that matters. As long as you're not left wondering, oh, am I ignoring you? No, I'm going to reassure you every single time. Hey, babe, I'm not able to talk to you, but I promise I get, when I get out at this time, then I'll text you, then I'll call you, and then I'll I'll catch you up on my day. Like, it's okay for you to go a whole entire day with communicate with communication to go a day without talking to your partner. If I know I have a day that's packed, like where I have to study here, and then I have to come and record my podcast, I have to get back, and then I have to go on an event because I'm the vice president of an organization on campus, you should be okay with that. Like, that should actually make you happy. Like, I hate people who feel like you need to give them every second of the day. It's like, do you have a life? I also don't like that shit. Somebody has way too much time on their fucking hands. Like, why do you have that much time on your hands? Why are you not dedicating that time to making something happen for yourself? I don't like somebody with that doesn't have any dreams. Like, that has no, like, don't that don't aspire to be anything. I know I have so many things that I want to do for my life. And the idea that you're not also trying to do that is sickening. I can't be with somebody where my dreams are the only thing that we're focused on. I, you should be able to support me in my dreams and I'm going to support you in what it is that you're doing. It's supposed to be an equal exchange. So that's, I, in my opinion, that is a red flag. Somebody who has no dreams and ambitions to be anything in their life. Somebody who's way too fucking complacent where they are. Like, bro, there is so much that you can do out there. How are you okay with where you are currently? I just can't let that fly. Like, that is not something I can tolerate. Because I really hate somebody who's lazy because then it starts affecting me. Then I start feeling guilty for the fact that I'm doing so much and you're not doing anything at all. And then it also affects the person that you're with because then they start feeling like they don't deserve you. And realistically, that person doesn't. But while you're with them, you try to reassure them that they do and everything like that. But somebody who's not as ambitious as you is not deserving of you. Because there's so much you're going to try to accomplish and they're just going to stay there for the ride. And I don't need somebody like that. I don't need somebody I'm just supposed to take care of. I don't need somebody that's just going to be invested in me. I want to, as much as you're invested in what it is that I'm doing, I want to be that, I want to be just as invested in what you're doing. Like, I want to be able to push you in what you're doing. Like, if we're together and we can't grow together, what the fuck are we doing this for? 
I hate the fact that I even have to bring this up as a red flag because I just feel like it's so fucking immature. But somebody who brings your issues to social media every single fucking time something happens between y'all. Even me as a content creator where my job is to literally go on social media and post shit 24 fucking 7. While I was in a relationship and I was in a relationship for like seven months, not once, literally not once did anybody know what happened in our relationship at all. Because I just feel like it makes no fucking sense. So why do I need to run to social media to tell the whole fucking world what's happening between us? They're not in a... And also another problem, another part of that is going to your friends and telling them every little fucking thing that happens between us. Social media... You're not dating, you're not dating people on social media. You're not dating your friends. You're dating me. So if something happens between us, we talk about it. And I completely understand the fact that Guys and girls are going to have those few people that they go to as a soundboard, right? To express what they feel before they express it to you. Because at times, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I need to talk to some of my friends to know that I'm not bugging. To know that I'm not tripping about the situation so I don't say something. And then you're offended by it. Then I'm like, damn shit, you're right. I was in the wrong for that. But the idea that you need to tell your friends every little thing that happens between us is a fucking red flag. The fact that you need to go to social media every single time something happens between us is a red flag. And the part that's even worse about that is when they don't bring it up to you first and then they'll go to social media and post a sub and you're like, I could have sworn we just we, we just had a situation where this could apply to them. Like, why are you subbing your own partner? Like, if you are somebody who said, if you are somebody that allows that shit to happen in your relationship, I'm going to tell you this straight up. You are settling. Bro, no person that really loves you is going to prioritize telling other motherfuckers about your business before they even communicate with you first. I have no issue with you telling your friends about a situation that happened after we've discussed it and we've gotten over it. But the social media shit should not even be something that you consider. Social media is just where I show you the fuck off and I show people how much I love you. Not when I let people into my business. Because what the fuck do I need to tell somebody about my shit for? It's literally pointless. It makes absolutely no sense, which is the reason why I said I hate that I had to bring this as a red flag. But so many people still deal with that shit and y'all think it's okay. Like it's normalized. Yeah, we're living in a day and age where, like, social media is, like, what everybody runs to. But it shouldn't be that way in a fucking relationship, yo. That's just mad childish. I don't know how y'all ignore this red flag or, like, how y'all even deal with it in a relationship. But dealing with somebody who just disrespects you. Like, somebody who literally calls you out your name and shit. Like, I know certain guys, like, that. literally the moment they get mad at their girls, like, she's automatically a bitch. Like, you gonna call her a hoe, a slut, and all this extra shit. And I'm like, ladies, how the fuck are you able to be with somebody when the moment they're mad, it seems like everything that they felt for you completely is thrown out the fucking window. That doesn't make sense. Bro, I'm not going to be with anybody that calls me up my name. Like, I promise you, the day this happens, I will break up with that person on the fucking spot. For you to think that you can call me out my fucking name, it's just the funniest shit. Because you being with me didn't mean like I'm just going to give you a pass for every little fucking thing that you do. Realistically means those expectations that I have for you are going to be 10 times higher than I have for anybody else. Because when you're with me, I know that I give you so much access to me. And by giving you so much access to me, it means you're capable of affecting my emotions a lot more. And the thing that I've worked my whole entire life for and the thing that I feel like that sets me aside from everybody else is how much control I have over my emotions. So if you think I'm finna let somebody walk into my life and affect my peace, you're wilding the fuck out. I don't va- realistically, I don't value anybody over my peace because anybody who really values you will prioritize your peace. Why would you come into my life and all you're doing is constantly giving me shit to stress about? 
in a relationship, I understand it's hard. I understand it's very stressful. But this is the thing you have. But this is the thing you have to understand. You shouldn't make sacrifices for somebody that makes it feel like it's not worth it. Like in relationships that I was, yes, there was a lot that I did for her that I know the next guy wouldn't have done. But I did it because I understood that she was an amazing person and I knew that she was worth it. But a lot of the times you make you make sacrifices for somebody who's not worth it. And that's where the inconsistency part kicks in, right? Which is also another huge red flag. Somebody who's one day going to be all lovey-dovey on you and then the next day they act like they don't even fucking know you. And this even happens in relationships, which is fucking insane to me. Like I've had girls vent to me where it's like, oh, their boyfriends will go like a day without talking to them and then just come and just pop out of nowhere. And I'm like, how the fuck is that a relationship? I don't care if you're busy, but trust me, I'm expecting that good morning text. I'm expecting that good night text. I want to know how you, I want to be the first thing on your mind. And I also want to be the last thing on your mind before you go to sleep. Like, I want you to be like, I don't care how much time we have during the day to talk. Even if all I have from you is just five minutes towards the end of the day, just for you to tell me like how your day actually went. Like that to me means everything. Like the idea that somebody's busy, but they still try to make time for you. And that's the one thing you need to understand. No one is ever too busy to communicate with you. Do you understand how easy it is for me to pick up my phone and send a text? Oh, babe, I'm sorry. I had things to do that. I decided that. Yeah, but you could have just sent me a text. I didn't need a whole entire breakdown of everything that you were about to do. As long as you were able to keep it a buck with me, communicate what needed to happen, I would have been fine with it. So the idea that you're just going to have somebody who's just that inconsistent, I just can't deal with it. Like, I don't want to constantly have to wonder how you feel about me. That's why, that's what inconsistency is such a red flag to me. I don't want to have to constantly seem like I'm begging for, um, like I'm constantly begging you to reassure me. Like, oh, do you like does this person even still love me because what they were doing in the very beginning is not some shit that they're doing now and that's also something you you should understand right when somebody's inconsistent with how they treat you it's because they're inconsistent with how they feel for you or they're putting up an act you don't forget the fact that you love somebody but when you're trying to convince somebody that you love them at times you forget the little things that they told you they loved do you understand how hard it is for you to really love somebody and forget how to treat them it makes absolutely no sense. So that's exactly why when somebody's being inconsistent with how they treat you, that inconsistency itself tells you how they feel about you. How does somebody care about you? But then like they're very they're not able to do those same things that you literally sat there and told them that you loved. Those same exact things that they were able to learn, but they just completely ignored it. It's because they don't care. Anybody who loves you is, is capable of being consistent. But when you come across a motherfucker that's literally ha- that comes with a hidden agenda. You're going to deal with that inconsistency, but you're going to have to be able to deal with it and actually walk the fuck away from that person. I think um, one of the, another red flag that I really um, literally don't have the time for is um, one-sided expectations. When somebody expects so much out of you, but then they themselves are not able to actually bring that to the table. For me, I do have high expectations for people. I do. But the thing is, I only have high, I don't ask anything of anybody that I know I myself can't bring to the table. So when somebody tells you you have high expectations, you just need to ask yourself one question to reassure yourself that it's not, that it's, that's not the case. Are you capable of doing everything that you're asking of that person? If the answer is yes, no offense, you're not that special. You're an amazing person, but there's no way you stand out across the whole world where it's like you're able to do something and nobody else is able to do it. Until you can find someone that can match your expectations, <laughs> don't date anybody. I promise you, you're going to hate it. I just I know I do so much for people and that's the whole reason why I have high expectations. I'm not going to have expectations for somebody that I know I myself can't bring to the table because at this point that's just selfish. 
And then it also shows that that person isn't deserving of you. When they're able to ask so fucking much of you, and then they themselves are incapable of actually providing those exact same things, it just makes you wonder, why does that person expect that for you? Expect it from you. It's because they feel entitled. And I'm not somebody, no one should be entitled to anything that anything from you. Unless that person has to deserve it. And the way you, and the way you earn that is by doing those same things that you want out of me. I'm not going to sit here and try to do all this extra shit for you and you're not going to do the exact same thing for me because then it's like, what are we in a relationship What are we in a relationship for? The whole idea of being in a relationship with somebody is the fact that everything is 50-50. And by that, I don't mean like, oh, everything you put in, they have to put in. But when it comes to effort, it has to be that exact same way. That Somebody shouldn't have the exact same amount of money as you. They shouldn't buy you. It's not like they, shouldn't, they need to buy you the exact same amount of gifts that you buy them. But the, but the thing is, you need to show me I love you as much as I show you that I love you. I feel like that's the part that matters. And this is the last one I'm going to bring up is. <laughs> this doesn't happen to me often because every single time it fucking happens, I will shut that shit down real quick. I'm not going to be in a relationship with you and then you're going to try to bring up other motherfuckers that you've dealt with. I don't know. Respectfully, I don't give a fuck about your past relationships when we're actually having a discussion about when we're having a discussion about some shit, do not just randomly pop up, bring up your ex. I'm not him. I don't, give, I don't respectfully, I don't give a fuck what he did because realistically, I should not be dealing with the repercussions of what somebody else did. Like, that's not my fault. The whole like, but the thing is, if I'm with you, I will be understanding of your story. I will be understanding of what it is that you went through, but I don't want to hear nobody's name because I know for a fact if I brought up somebody's name that I dealt with in my past and I tried to compare you to them you wouldn't have liked that shit and why wouldn't you like that shit well the person is no longer here right so when you start making these assumptions and you're trying to say I'm like this person and I do this and all this extra shit I promise you I'm not gonna listen because my initial reaction is the fact that you're comparing with somebody that you're not even supposed to be thinking of and I get the fact that if I did something and made you think about that person I apologize for that but that's not how you express it to me. The fact that you just randomly throw your ex's name in that shit, I'm going to get real tight and I'm probably, I'm going to do the thing where it's kind of like I become really nonchalant. And the reason why I'm going to do that is because if I speak how I really want to, you're not going to like it because of how much anger that I know I have built inside of me. I will be understanding of what you've went through and what it is that you're currently dealing with and I will help you heal because at the end of the day, I don't believe that you should be in a relationship with someone just because you think that they are perfect. I feel like a big part of relationships is the fact that you guys are able to actually speak together. Like y'all are able to grow together. When you're in a relationship with somebody where you're able to grow with them, in my opinion, that is like one of the best relationships. And that's the whole reason why people say it's better to be friends with someone before you actually date them. It's this idea that you understand them as a whole. You see their flaws. You see their you see the parts about them that you look at as perfect and you're okay with that. Like you understand that they have this potential to be an amazing person and even though they're not there yet. You're going to be there for the ride and you're going to deal and you're just going to y'all are going to rock together and y'all going to figure it out together. In my opinion, that is one thing I'm going to say. It's like the one thing I'm the one advice I'm going to give about red flags before I close the door. So before I close the door, before I end the episode is that you really have to be honest with yourself. Whatever somebody what they show you is how they feel for you. If you feel like you constantly have to reassure yourself about how somebody feels about you because they're inconsistent then that person is not right for you. And red flags are not something you ignore. And I know at times when we're in love, we try to dismiss that shit. 
But you shouldn't be scared to talk to somebody about a red flag that you see. They should be able to reassure you that this isn't the case. And if they say like, yo, this is a red flag that I have and I'm going to work on it, then that's great. But the idea that you are going to ignore these red flags just because you really care for somebody, just understand something, right? It always ends one or two ways. You're going to get your heart broken. When you ignore the, this is the thing, right? When you're with somebody and you really love them, your job isn't to ignore their flaws, I feel like a lot of people get in relationships and because you fall in love with somebody's potential so much, you ignore every little thing about them and you start having so much faith in the fact that they're going to change. Nobody's going to change for you. If that person is, if that person does not want to change for themselves, it's never going to work. And this is the thing I've seen about people that change for other people. The changes that they make never last. It's always inconsistent because they never wanted to change for themselves and no one cares about anybody too much to change for them while they don't even care for that change for themselves to have that change actually be permanent instead of something that's temporary i'm not in the game of temporary relief i don't give a fuck if i told you something hurt me and you tried to change it but then like it's back to the exact same way it was like a few minutes ago i said a few minutes ago like a few weeks ago or some shit like that i'm just not gonna deal with it as much as you love that person prioritize your peace prioritize your mental health because when you get in a relationship with somebody and you're settling by ignoring their red flags towards the end of the relationship, you're going to hate yourself. And the reason for that being, you know, there's so many things that you could have done to protect yourself and you didn't do it. And if you feel like you have to try to protect yourself or you have to ignore the flaws that somebody has that's affecting you, that person isn't somebody you should be with. And on that note, I want to thank you guys for listening in and wherever you're listening from. Make sure you tap into that so you can get the next episode. And... I'm out.